0: yep we're live i think yes it's red (laughs) hello everyone welcome Welcome. (laughs) hey we almost like we planned that and um my max my cameraman who's behind the camera do you see the little audio bar going up and down yes great so you can hear us hopefully we are streaming live from the woods this time we finally got our technology to work welcome to another episode of stir crazy
1: shamans Oh, magical day to be out here. And uh, yeah, it, there was a little bit of a challenge getting the technology up and running, but the technology gods are on our side today. So we are coming to you live from the beautiful forest. I think
0: it worked because I'm wearing my lucky hat with the HHH logo. Just my thought. Oh, that's probably it. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That could, that could be. <laughs> So, so I see you got your Mesa there. You got a little ceremony in mind for it?
0: No, I just figured I would have it. Uh, well, I mean, should I tell the stories of what's happened with my Mesa? Maybe that's. Oh,
1: that's a cool little topic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, the other day when I was getting ready to stream with Dr. K, I go to get the shirt I wanted to wear which is a skeleton shirt because she was doing like a live demonstration showing my innards online Uh, but as I was leaving my room uh, something fell and it was like my shamanic staff with a little trinket that someone had given me like fell over my mesa or my altar space and landed on the floor and I got the idea that they may have passed so I did a quick little ceremony and then went down to do my stream. And during that stream, all of a sudden, like I would, my camera would disconnect and you would just see my logo with me talking. And that happened like two times, a couple times on air. And I finally said, I, I got the, in, the impression I had to tell the story of what happened. Later on that day, I took the trinket. I took it with my Mesa. I met someone for lunch, but before I did, I went in and I put this in my office underneath my big Mesa spread. And when I came back, when I picked my Mesa up, all the stones from inside the mesa just fell out which is virtually impossible because it's like they're in there it's folded once folded twice folded three times folded a fourth time so it made it from the inside all the way out and they all fell out at the same time <laughs> so <laughs> i was like okay so i at that night it was a beautiful full moon this is all on friday uh friday night and i just took all the stones i did a special ceremony with them all i added the item for my friend who passed uh, to the Mesa, so that's not actually in my Mesa spread. And it was just um, really magical because every time with the full moon that I would take my kintu leaves, I would hold them up to the moon and just for that moment, like the moon popped out from behind a cloud, shined down on the Kintu, and as soon as I was done, like there was another cloud in front of the moon. (laughs) And that happened for like 20 different little stones and things that went into this mesa and the new mesa that we built. And it was like super, super magical.
1: (laughs) And uh, as as all this was happening to him, I had uh, on that same day, I've been experiencing some of the powerful energies of the full moon kind of leading up to that. And um, then I was sitting, at uh, at home just kind of doing a little bit of energy manipulation practice and I started to touch in with this really powerful energy that I hadn't experienced since my initial awakening and when I had first tapped into these energies um, I was doing things that uh, would freak a lot of people out like I could physically manipulate objects like like telekinesis type stuff and um, just really powerful energy manipulations but even then when I was doing all of that I got this sense that all of that was just sort of like this tip of an iceberg and that this vast vast power was underneath it and so i just got to that point of like just concentrating energy into small spaces like i think this would like electrocute someone right now and i remembered all of that like all these memories that had seemingly been sort of suppressed Um, and, uh, I was messaging Hank and I'm like, there's this power I can feel. I'm almost like afraid of it, but it feels like I could like physically manipulate like the universe and do like really powerful things. And then he's like, well, maybe it was you messing with me, (laughs) manipulating all all that stuff. But, um, no, so, uh, we both had some, and my experience was more just really, really intense energies and certain things kind of shifting even in the physical and then he had all that going on so there was something happening around that full moon eclipse for sure i forgot that it was an eclipse on
0: top of that 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 was like just added potency but it was like a beautiful full moon and it was just like it felt like a, a really good somber occasion to just kind of sit with yourself I hope everybody had a chance and if you haven't gotten out for the full moon it's not too late you can get out and experience it it's still kind of in that two and a half day arc where you could have an experience with uh, the power of the full moon so I highly highly recommend it and on another fun note we were talking about starting to do full moon and new moon ceremonies like on top of our normal uh, thing like being able to do a little bit of ceremonial work maybe show like how different ways you can work with the moon's energy like uh, petition papers all kinds of different uh, magical work Kings, it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: And maybe we could even do, uh, you were saying at the center at HHH, a, yeah. uh, a full moon or new, a new moon type ceremony.
0: Yeah, I was thinking there or maybe Goddess Elite because she has all, a whole store full of stuff that is all really good for using on, uh, for these types of things. So. so
1: I have an interesting question about that then. Whenever I go into a shop like that with a lot of crystals and sacred items, uh, sometimes the energy leaves me feeling like really ungrounded and I can't really focus um, just because of ambient energy of all that stuff what do you uh recommend for people that experience that are really sensitive when going into that kind of shop?
0: well the big thing is and this is a mantra for all of life is be but the hollow bone and when you're in there and there's energy between herbs and crystals and statues and all these different things that they have going on um, if you can allow that energy to flow through you and not allow it to stick to you you'll have a much easier time but almost it's almost like you're trying to receive it all and you can only receive so much. And then it creates this buildup and then it's like Mm. overwhelming. But if you could just let it flow through you and let whatever resonates, resonate, but let the energy keep moving, that will help a lot anytime you feel overwhelmed.
1: Mm. Yeah, I know. uh, Definitely not offering resistance to the energies flowing through. And one of the, uh, uh, it was, it was uh, a Zen Buddhist saying, trying to remember it here. Um, but it was, uh, how to put it. Um, Like for example, if if there's a wall and uh, you have something flying through the air and it hits the wall, obviously that's going to create a loud noise and maybe like an explosion of whatever matter hit it and all of that. Uh, But if it's just air, the ball just effortlessly moves through the air. Um, So saying be like the air uh, in terms of your awareness, you know, if you offer resistance to things and you put up some kind of label or judgment on something, that's like putting up a wall there that whatever it we'll just slam into and resonate with. And that's when we have discomfort. Um, But if you're just the space, if you're just the space for that stuff to be then there's nothing for it to slam into. Everything will just pass through with ease.
0: And if you do have some energies that feel more pronounced than others, think of yourself like the conductor of the orchestra. So there's this instrument that's playing this note. You can direct it. Where can it be, create a possibility for yourself? So it's also like, um, like not that you have to do anything specifically with it, but you just direct it just like a conductor does with what the instruments, like tell it where to go, what to do, and you don't even have to take full ownership or, um, ownership is the word i want to use like full um take it upon yourself to use it all you have to do is direct it
1: and i know uh when doing my shamanic healing um that was a big turning point for me when things got a lot more powerful and i was able to do a lot more um, with my uh, clients that were coming for healing so when i realized i don't have to run any of that energy through my own body i don't have to hold any kind of intense focus like these energies and spirits that want to come in and do the work why do I have to channel them through the physical body? Just, hey, you're already here. You go there. You go there. All right, this energy? Yeah, you want to help out? Yep, do your thing. And uh, It's funny. Sometimes I'll even say that out loud because it brings like a little bit of lightness uh, into the sessions where a being will show up. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, the spirit of cacao is here. Spirit of cacao. Do your thing. <laughs>
0: Or for that matter, you never know when whatever spirit shows up might be really significant to a client. And then all of a sudden that becomes a really good magical experience with validation. I do, well, depending where you are in your healing career, when I first started with stuff like that, I would always ask the person up front, hey, if stuff comes through, are you open to he- hearing it? Because sometimes they'll be like, no, and it like, freaks them out. But nowadays, like anybody who ends up at my doorstep typically is okay with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know the one time um, uh, I was working on someone and I saw uh the spirit of an eagle landed on their head and like plucked this thing out of their body and all that and um i almost didn't mention it because a lot had happened during the session and then afterwards just kind of as a passing thing i was like oh yeah and the eagle uh, an eagle showed up and did this and she's like oh my gosh and then the eagle for her was just such a powerful um thing like for her it was not only the uh like embodiment of the creator But um, also, like her father would always show up to her in the form of an eagle and all kinds of other things. Um, So that I just like I thought I was mentioning it in passing, but it was like the most significant thing for her during that session. Yeah. So you never know. So I mean, it's really important when when you have these um, when we see things, experience things, when we can share these experiences with other, so many more amazing connections um, can happen. And uh, but you know for too afraid to kind of speak on that stuff and we miss out on a lot right my teacher would say link don't think and there like and what I, I was like doing
0: that. my my practice uh readings and everything sometimes I would get something and I would mention it to the person and on the feedback sheet there was like so much that happened in the reading that I thought would be the most significant thing but on the homework like one time it was a hummingbird just came up and I didn't have any energy around it just a hummingbird showed up and then we went through all this other stuff that seemed so significant and on the feedback form the most significant thing from the reading was hummingbird even though we didn't speak about it at all okay. so like it's not up to us to interpret the message necessarily it's us to give it and maybe for them to interpret.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It does that it, it seems to be a theme that happens with a lot a <laughs> lot is it we have all this stuff that wow, that's a really powerful message or you know and then it's the little thing that we're just like, oh yeah, and this happened. <laughs> that's always the most significant thing. Yeah. So, uh, who knows maybe uh, Maybe that's something to pay attention to when you feel absolutely no resistance or attachment to something. Maybe that's a really important thing yeah. to communicate. Because Just
0: because it's not important to you doesn't mean it's not important to the client that you're serving. So, <laughs> right. and I know a lot of you watching aren't necessarily healers or in the field, but even when you're day to day, you know, you're going about your day to day things, going to the grocery store. What if you are inspired to tell a story and unbeknownst to you telling that story in that moment could change somebody's entire life. So we're all beings, spiritual beings. We're all intuitive and whether you want to work in an an official capacity uh, you could still use your intuition to bring lightness to the world even if you're not doing it you know as a as a practitioner
1: absolutely um, oh there was something come on spirit bring it back well while it's
0: coming back <laughs> one thing I remembered that I didn't mention at the beginning the way that we're going live we can't see comments today so if you're making comments uh, we're apologize we cannot actually see the comments but we honor your comments what's up Max? Oh, Max was like, uh, my cameraman behind the scenes is, uh, was, I thought was trying to tell me something, but I guess not.
1: So uh, what I was going to say is um, like empaths, for example, more and more people are becoming aware of what the term empath means. More of us are recognizing that we are empaths or have empathic abilities. Um, so that's something that we can learn to explore and, and share. Uh, it's kind of interesting waters because uh, a lot of human beings aren't really honest about the emotions that they're feeling, especially when you ask them about it um but in my experience uh it really helped me to make a lot of connections when i would meet people and say i was talking to someone and maybe they're like they've got a smile on their face and they're like you know feeling fine or whatever and i just feel this like kind of like heaviness sadness i'm like is everything all right yeah and everything's good no but i mean really like how are you you know like, <laughs> how are you really and then like Oh, and this just happened and Oh my gosh! I don't know how. And you know, so I'm not saying you need to do that for people, but um, like for me, it helped me to confirm like a lot of these things that I was feeling um, were actually like an energetic sense of what other people were experiencing.
0: And something that comes up with that: be authentic with uh, whatever you are going to say, because we have this tendency, especially in the states, and I've I've noticed from like Germany, they they say this a lot about us maybe not all Germans say this, but a lot, that we have this like small talk thing where you ask, how are you? But it's really an empty, how are you? People aren't really wanting to know, you know? So like, um, if you really are gonna wanna know, like with whatever words you are gonna interact with people, make them words that matter. Uh, right. To you, and not matter, but words that count, words that can make a difference. If you don't want to know how they're doing, don't ask. Be like, "Isn't today a beautiful day?" How much more possibility does that create than "How are you?" When you really don't care.
1: <laughs> mm. it, I just realized, that, uh, like I, I'm learning a little bit of Japanese, and uh, one of the things in like the beginning of this basic course, when like, it was like if you were to meet someone and like kind of exchange like hey, "Good evening, good afternoon, or whatever," um, uh, a- after that, like something they might say is like uh, tenki desu ne," like fine weather, isn't it? You know, instead of... uh so how are you? <laughs> yeah, so that's so interesting. I didn't, uh, I never thought about that. But then like there is, there's, so they have different, it's so, like, that's what you might say to like someone maybe you've never met before. Like if you just like seen someone the other day, but then like their way of asking, how are you? Like if you hadn't seen someone in a really long time, uh, it's, uh, uh, I think it's Ogenki desu And that's like, um, are you in good health? And like, you know, um, so that's more of like, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, how are you doing? Like, is everything okay? Uh, so, like, more of actually wanting to know how that person is. <laughs> so, Very cool. Yeah. Um, where's I going with that?
0: <laughs> and I was about to ask how you doing in the sun. Oh, yeah. How are we? How long have we been doing this? Max, does it say how long we've been going? 14 minutes, oh, Wow, wow. It, 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 that's like a blink of the eye. <laughs> yeah, well, we were planning still. to do like a 20 minute episode today, so we're coming up on the 20 minute mark because Casey was gonna melt in the sun. Yeah, and, I, I, and, and I, the uh, mosquitoes
1: are a little bit rampant. I, I have two shades, I have uh, white and red. So um, not, not, not much else in between. That's why you gotta get the hat, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Well, <laughs> See, last but, time we did this, uh, I came home and I remember I took a shower and I'm like, ah! Why does my head burn from the water? And I realized it was because my head was like right in the sun. I don't. Uh, I haven't shaved my head completely all that many times, and um, so I sometimes forget how intense the sun can be on the top of the head.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Well, since we're kind of wrapping up in the 20-minute mark, why don't I or we speak about to take advantage of the moon tonight? Like while we mm. still are in this little arc what would you uh recommend that people do if anything in order to connect and and leverage the moon to its fullest potential
1: well i'm going to talk on for people who are already energy sensitive and aware of this sort of thing um, a lot of people tend to get um overwhelmed when they experience the energy of the full moon if they're really sensitive and that had happened to me um a couple of the past full moons and then at one time i was i was sitting there i think it was right before um, bed i was just kind of lying down relaxing and the energy got um, really uh, uh, kind of intense. And um, one of my guides said to me, like, hey, it's just the energy of the moon. Open up. It's like, it's, you'll be fine. <laughs> and so I, ha- I kind of just um, imagined that, like, the skin was just this artificial barrier, which it is, and then just kind of opened up and allowed that energy to come in. And the energy that was kind of uncomfortable because of how intense it was, really being in the space of just allowing that, actually became so peaceful that it like just i just passed out i fell asleep and then like i but when i woke up i had felt that there was uh, like some big downloads that had happened because of it and i think that during full moons um there are sort of energetic downloads that come in Mm for the people who are willing to receive them definitely
0: and what i'm gonna say since the moon is kind of rising a little bit late you'll have to stay up you know around midnight to really see it um in the way that you can really appreciate it so if you can't stay up late or don't want to you can take a couple stones perhaps a howlite might be a great stone if you have a piece of howlite or whatever stone resonates with you just not selling it because if it happens to rain it's going to dissolve and you're going to lose it but yeah it's like salt you know, like it, it, will, it will go away. So, like you don't want to use a, a rock that will dissolve. But whatever, even if it's amethyst, it doesn't necessarily have to go with the moon. But whatever stone that you want to capture the energy of the moon, or not capture, receive the energy of the moon. Uh, go out, put it somewhere in your yard. Uh, or on a windowsill where you know it's going to be getting some of the rays of the full moon and let that stone charge in the moonlight and then you sit with it in meditation and you are just become open to receive the gifts and the wisdom of whatever the moon bestowed upon that stone. So that would be a great way, especially if you're starting out or you don't want to stay up late. You can uh, let a stone charge. I love charge. the look you
1: gave me when you said that.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was all.